Welcome to the Dream It Real Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast, where we're all about reconnecting you with your inner power. I am your host, Melissa Lynn Sharp. All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. This is not about positivity, it's about presence. That's where your power lies. Today's episode is going to be quick and to the point. I really feel strongly about this subject and it's something I've wanted to talk about for a while now, but I've been tiptoeing around it and that is spiritual awakening. That is awakening to who we truly are as beings and why are we here on this planet? Why don't we remember why we're here on this planet? How do we find our way home? How do we remember who we are? I believe we are so much bigger than we give ourselves credit for, than we are truly experiencing here in this dimension. And yeah, I am saying I believe in different dimensions. I believe in reincarnation. I believe in multiple lifetimes. Come on. I'm just going to come right out and say everything that I feel in this podcast because I think holding this stuff back is the equivalent of not letting the energy flow. I think holding it back is doing injustice to anybody that it could potentially help. So if I can help one person, like I said in the beginning, then my job is done. I'm happy. Okay, where am I coming from here? Yes, I have had an awakening experience. Yes, that was a lifetime or several lifetimes in the making. And yes, it changed my entire perspective of this experience and this world. Yes, I will share that later, but not today. Today, I want to talk about finding our way home to ourselves. And that is aligning ourselves with our true purpose, with our true identity, true creative center. And we're going to, I'm going to elaborate on this more in the future, but for now, just stick with me. To find your way home, we have got to deal with the emotional experience that we are having right now. Until we find true presence, we are not going to find that presence within ourselves to reconnect with our entire being. Until we find that true presence, we're not going to remember We're not going to remember our way home until we experience that. And that might seem like it's sitting there in the moment being present with what's around you, but it's more than that. It is being present with everything that comes up emotionally for you in any second. The more you allow your emotions to dictate who you are and the more you allow them to change your, your habits and your thought patterns and the way you're living your life the longer it's going to take you to come home to yourself. Now, if you turn that habit around and you feel your your emotions fully and you experience them, they're going to become your guidance system. And I've talked about this before. They should not rule you. They should be your most valuable tool in navigating this life experience. That's what your emotions are meant for. And As long as you let them run your life and you try and avoid them or you try and seek more of one emotion than the other, then you're not being present. You need to be present with the tools that come up for you in any given moment. That's why so often our enlightenment comes from deep pain and terrible circumstances. Really, there are so many stories about people who have awoken from absolute horrendous tragedy. 
And one of the most brutal examples of that is Jews in concentration camps in World War II who came home to themselves because they realized through incredible devastation and horrific circumstances that that did not affect the core of who they were. We are so much bigger than this life experience. But if you're walking around and avoiding all of your negative negative emotions and you're trying to experience only the good, then you're avoiding the growth that your soul is craving and the growth that you need as a human being to move forward and to find your way back home. In essence, you're avoiding the whole reason that your soul came here to experience this in the first place. It came here to experience the highs and the lows, that roller coaster, as I call it. You're here to experience the diversity of this dimension with space, with time, because these don't exist anywhere else. You exit this life experience and there's no more space. Time doesn't exist. Time has to exist here because this is the world that we're living in. It's ruled by time and physics and concrete matter. And that is why we're here. We're here to experience all of this. And you can't have concrete matter without dichotomy. And you can't have an emotional life experience without dichotomy. That's why we come here. Our souls came here to have fun. And what we find fun truly is experiencing both the highs and the lows. This is why I have such a problem with the positivity movement. There's nothing wrong with trying to be positive and trying to be happy, but you have got to embrace the pain at the same time. You have to embrace that. We can't just will it away. Yeah, it's our nature because positivity is what we're made out of, but we are here to experience pain. We're here to experience the letdown of disappointment. We're here to experience embarrassment. That's how we all interact. And I think a lot of people are running around stressing themselves out and putting so much pressure on themselves to make everything perfect. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be that stressful. Things can be imperfect and we can laugh at them and we can say, oh, wow, this is the shittiest fucking situation I ever could have imagined for myself. But you know what? In a sick and twisted way, this is kind of cool that I'm actually experiencing something so fucked up. And that's really what it comes down to. That's acceptance. It doesn't mean you don't fight your way towards something that you want. You still do that. But you have to navigate the good and the bad along that journey. And that's really symbolic of this whole experience. So if you are in avoidance mode and you use distraction to get away from things that don't feel good and you're not present with your emotions and you fight things and you have a lot of resistance, then it just gets harder and harder to deal with it that way. You end up just carrying trauma around and that gets heavier and heavier and heavier. Would you rather deal with a light load or a heavy load? Personally, I'd rather deal with a light one. It's easier to get through and the more you procrastinate, the more it builds up, just like everything else. So you're not actually living in the present moment that way. And the longer you procrastinate, the more life is going to yell at you, hey, go the other way. I've been telling you this the whole time. And that will happen until it sends you something so painful that you're lost in it, absolutely consumed by it, because then you can't ignore it. Then you have to pay it 100% of your attention. And you know what that is, guys? That is presence. So embrace it. No matter what it is, 
that you're going through, even if you're not going through anything, even if it's a great day and you just have a little annoyance, feel that annoyance. Embrace everything. There's nothing dangerous about it. Feel it, process it, and move on. No matter how horrible, that is how you take your power back. You stay present with it. You, you feel its entire presence. You pay attention to your whole experience and every emotion, and then you move on. Now, this can be built like a habit just like anything else, and just like anything else, it does take time, <laughs> which only exists here. <laughs> so a few tips that I have to really start integrating this into your life may sound simple and guaranteed you've heard them before, but I'm going to reiterate, and maybe in this context, they're going to sound a little bit different to you. But again, no matter who we are, no matter what our energy is truly like, we're still dealing with this time and space and this whole life experience. You have a house, you have bills, you have a mortgage, your car just got broken into or whatever. Like we still have to deal with this stuff. So these are going to be really simple, practical recommendations. And one of those is to eliminate, not eliminate, that's that's too extreme, I'm sorry, but to reduce distractions and I'm what I'm talking about is when you're feeling like sticking your head under a pillow and not handling things. So that takes a little bit of self-awareness. And again, that does take practice too. But when you're feeling like avoiding things, when you're feeling really resistant to handling the situation at hand, and when you feel like running to your normal comfort items, that is when you should really restrict them. Even if it's just a little bit, that can make a really big difference. So a lot of key distractions that we use nowadays are, like I just said, electronics. And that's TV, that's gaming, that's using your phone and scrolling on social media for however long. It's all a distraction. It's all It all takes us away from our present moment and experience when, I'm going to make this clear, when we're in that mindset of avoidance and procrastination and resistance. Another one is food and drinks. Food can be a huge distraction and so can so can drinking, alcohol or otherwise. When we're consuming things, we're distracting ourselves. And again, that's not a bad thing unless we're in that mindset. Another big and obvious one is drugs. Drugs hugely influence the way that we feel and our ability to be present. And that stems out into other addictive behavior, for example, over-exercising. It all depends what your go-to is when you feel like distracting yourself. So what I'd recommend doing is actively doing things to get unstuck and to process that experience and that emotion and to keep you present in it. And I think I've mentioned every single one of these in previous podcasts and my YouTube channel as well. Like I, I really, really drill these home, but tapping, emotional freedom technique, which I know that... Um, I've done a previous episode on and meditation. Meditation is massive because that both takes you out but also keeps you present and it makes it helps you process everything from a different perspective. It helps you like unplug just enough to get clarity on certain aspects of the situation. Journaling, journaling is a huge one. That's like having a shrink but you're just alone getting things out on your own. You write things down on that paper and you will be surprised what comes out of you sometimes. As you process, deeper things can come up. Clarity can come up on certain situations. Thoughts will come up that you never expected and that gives you an entirely new perspective. And of course, talking it out with another person, a best friend, a family member, sister, brother, mother, father, anything, um, or professional for that matter. 
But really, when it comes to processing things, talking is one of the most powerful tools that we have at our disposal. We only have to have a willing second party. (laughs) Now, one of my favorites is working out. I love exercise and I can feel like my whole life is falling down around me and nothing will ever be okay ever again. I go for a run Half an hour later, I'm on top of the world. It's it's all good. Working out can give you so much more clarity. I like to think of it as purging the old energy and bringing in new. It kind of gets that stagnant stuff out and it keeps you, it brings you more vitality. It brings you mental clarity, hormones and all that have a lot to do with it too, of course. Last but not least, get out in nature. Regardless of where you live or the time of year, nature will always always serve you well because there's such great energy out there. Nature in itself is pure presence because everything is alive and symbiotic. In the end, regardless of the thinking that you do, try and make it constructive. It's so easy to slip into victim mentality and self-deprecating thoughts and self-talk. Please be careful of that. That's a trap. You don't need that in your life. And I don't care who you are or what you've been through. You are a valued human being on this planet. You have a purpose. You have a reason for being here. There are no accidental humans. So if you're putting yourself down, that's a hard habit to break. I hear you. But do what you can to turn that around. In that case, tapping really helps. So does meditation. But start with tapping. As you practice this presence and this state of mind, it's going to come more natural to you. This is a lifelong process. And depending on where your beliefs align, it takes many lifetimes. So again, don't be hard on yourself. But if you want a better life than you have right now, if you want answers to why this is such a struggle, you need to go inside All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. Every single one, no exception. The more you search for them, the closer you're going to get. All it takes is time. But what we need to practice first as a collective, as a community, is to start turning inward and to pay attention to what we're feeling. These emotions have been piling up and piling up and piling up. And as we see more disharmony in the world and violent acts and they're all televised and they're all spread over social media, it's easy to perpetuate that stuff. And sometimes it's hard to detach and not emotionally engage, but that's not emotional presence either. Be present with your emotions before you react. I'm going to leave you with this one last thought. Life is a whole lot lighter than we're making it out to be. Smile a little more. Breathe a little easier. It's not a Shakespearean tragedy. It's a little bit more of a fairy tale. We only have to practice seeing it for what it actually is. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something from today's episode that you can use to live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, I would be thrilled if you spread the love by sharing it on your Instagram stories or other social media platforms. I truly appreciate all of your support and I can't wait to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Kelowna Gal, where I also welcome topic requests for the podcast. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.